This is the Let's Go Win Podcast with your host, J.M. Ryerson. What is happening, you guys? Welcome back to the Tuesday tune-up on the Let's Go Win Podcast, where we are here to help you be happy, healthy, and wealthy. Now, the subject matter we're going to be talking about It is going to check all three of those boxes, I promise you. And the gentleman I'm going to have on, we had a beautiful conversation off air. I know it's going to be even that much better on air. And the topic we're really dealing with is mastering your emotions. And who couldn't use a little bit more of that? Now, Jeremy Clark is a motivational speaker and mindset coach and the author of Did You Know You Are the Shit? Positive Affirmations to Overcome Self-Doubt. Love that. He helps business professionals and entrepreneurs create their own path to success with purpose using a practical and holistic approach to gaining clarity and direction toward a goal. Jeremy, what is up, brother? How are you? Hey, JM. Thanks for having me, man. It's, it's, It's good to be here. Love the podcast. Love the energy. And I'm just excited. Well, I thank you. And I'm excited as well because... When I saw the name of your book, Positive Affirmations, the story that I tell everyone that'll listen, my kids have said the exact same affirmation every single day that they've been able to speak. And when they couldn't speak it, I said it. So literally my 13 and 17-year-old, they have said the exact same positive affirmation every single day of their life. I am such a believer in this. I love it. What made you decide I'm going to write this book about positive affirmations because I think it's powerful. I love the title. Did you know you are the shit? I know you're not a big cuss cusser, <laughs> but I tell you what, I love the title. So how'd you decide to write that book, man? Thanks, man. Well, really, I wrote it because I was at a, a time in my life where I was at a crossroads. Um, my entire life growing up, my parents had told me, go get your education, get a great job. And, you know, your life will be set after that. And all my dad told me was, you know, if you can find a job where you can stay for 30 years, you'll be good. So, you know, listen to their advice. I went, I got my education, got my master's from Cal Poly Pomona. Uh, and then I got a corporate job working in human resources for healthcare. Uh, and that was like the most exciting part of my life. I, my dad was proud to see me, you know, do my thing. And then uh, right before the pandemic hit, uh, my dad passes away unexpectedly which kind of leave me questioning who I was as a person, what my per- what my purpose was on this world. Um, and then once the pandemic hit, a couple months later, I lost my job just, you know, due to the the sheer nature of the, the, the business, the way it was going. Um, and then I was kind of just left with this empty feeling of, of who am I? Right. And, and, you know, the moment I got fired, um, I went home, I started writing, my own affirmations, you know, and up to that point, I wasn't a big journaler. Um, I was just somebody that was always in my head, but I felt like this, this need to get it out. So I started writing, you know, what I believe to be true with myself, um, what I wouldn't allow to happen anymore. And then the more I wrote, the more, you know, I just snowballed into me explaining why am I writing these affirmations in the first place? Why am I even having negative thoughts? And I snowballed into a full blown book that I was able to publish and and get out to the world and start this journey that I'm on of impacting people, finding out who I am, you know, and what my purpose is, which is actually just to uh, make a positive impact on people's lives by giving them clarity and direction. 
Well, it's powerful that you found it on your own. I'm sorry about losing your dad. That's, I mean, I lost my dad, you know, about a year and just over a couple months ago. So I know, man, that identity gets shook a little bit. Um, one of the things I had asked you off air, right behind your head, you have Fraser Ali, right? Yeah. And I have Ali sitting right over this camera. And the reason I bring him up because affirmations, he coined himself, I am the greatest before anybody else did. And it's not when he was being interviewed by Cosell or anybody like that. He had said it so many times in his head, I am the greatest. I am the greatest. I am the greatest. He manifested this. Now, obviously, he was an incredible fighter, no doubt about it. But there's been a lot of incredible fighters. Conor McGregor is another one that comes to my mind that he said, I will be a world champion. When he was in Dublin, no one knew anything about the guy. And he's like, I will be the best fighter to ever enter the UFC. And my point in saying this, brother, is because, you know, law of attraction, manifestation, it does start with our thoughts. It does start here way before it can be brought to the world. And I love that you have him as, as an example on your wall, because I think he's one of the best examples. All these specifically is of showing the power of words, showing the power of affirmations because self doubt will be there, especially in a boxing ring, man, you're going to get punched in the face, but he knew he was the best and he knew he could overcome any, any uh, setbacks, losses, or anything like that. Was he a, is that picture mean a lot to you? I guess I could talk about Ali forever, but I want to focus on you for a second. Um, is, is that a driving force for you, him? Absolutely. Absolutely. First of all, we have the term today, GOAT, greatest of all time because of him, right? That's, that's just number one crazy. Like you said, he's been calling himself the greatest before anybody else did. So that self-confidence alone inspires me. Right. And the picture itself, it's, you know, it's Frazier punching at him and he's he's dodging the punch. Right. But if you really look, he sees the punch coming, which so many of us in our lives, it's, it's hard to do. Right. Like see what's coming next. But he saw it. He saw he called himself the greatest. Right. He kind of saw the 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 issues he had to go through. He kind of saw them coming and he was prepared for it, right? He's prepared to take on the backlash. He was prepared to counterpunch, so to speak. And for me, he's a big inspiration because he's somebody that embodied that, right? Like he calls himself the greatest, and that's his affirmation. My affirmation for myself is I'm the director of my movie, right? Mm. And I believe it's because I can make the next scene the way I want it to be, regardless of what's happening to me. I have the power of making the next scene. And I feel like he was directing his movie the whole time, calling himself the greatest, calling himself the prettiest, right? Call himself the fastest. And, you know, he's just a complete inspiration to me as well. So I feel you on all your points, man. I want to ask you specifically with mastering your emotions, because this is the hardest, I think, thing for people to grasp, Look, emotions are going to happen. You cannot stop them. They happen so fast. I can't, I'll snap my fingers and they're a million times faster than that, right? Right. So you can't stop them. But I love the term mastering those emotions. I talk about respond, not react. And when I hear you say master those emotions, 
these affirmations that you have clearly rewired in your subconscious. So when these negative emotions happen, now you can be in in um, I, I, mastering them. You can be in control of how those come out. Talk to me about that, man. That because I think there's a lot of deep work that takes place for somebody to get to that point where, boom, I'm angry, but I don't have to show that. So talk to me about that. Right. So mastering your emotions is all about self-awareness. Right. But the problem is a lot of us, including myself, when I was getting into this, weren't really self-aware, especially of what triggered certain emotions. Right. Mm. And then how we would react to certain emotions. A lot of times people know how we react to certain things and they'll tell us, but we don't listen to them. Right. We kind of like, nah, I, I wasn't doing that or I wasn't acting like that. Like we're talking about, but we're thinking from the inside out. Right. The, but people can see it on our face. But the moment you can take that fly on the wall approach to yourself is a moment you can start dictating your next moves based on how you are acting, how you are, you know, being treated in the moment, how you do want to react based on how you're feeling. So mastering your emotions is an ongoing thing. Because you're always going to get mad. You're always going to get angry. You're always going to be happy. You know what I'm saying? Depending on the situation. Um, and everybody shares the same emotions. We just experience them a little bit differently depending on how we react. Um, but the moment you could be aware of how you experience your own emotions is the moment you can start dictating your next ones, which is the essence of mastering your emotions. I want to go back to your affirmation. And again, I'm paraphrasing. I think you said, I'm the director of my movie. Is that that's the overall uh, theme that you have with your affirmation? Or is there more to it after that? No. So I am the director of my movie is my core affirmation. I say to, my, I say to myself, uh, whenever I get in these moments where it feels like I'm stuck or I feel like I just I can't really do anything else. Um, I think I'm the director of my movie. So how does my movie look right now? I take this fly on the wall approach I was just talking about. How's my movie look? What am I doing? Is this movie exciting? Is this movie boring? Is this movie sad? You know, if it is those things, what can I do to shake it up? How can I make my scene look better in this moment? Even if I can't major change anything that's really major, right? Can I go outside and, and go to, you know, uh, uh, live music thing in the park? Can I go raise my energy over here? Can I go, you know, can I go paint something and 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 just let my creative uh, artistic expression, you know, raise my energy that way? And then if a camera is just following me while I'm doing all these things, is my movie becoming more interesting? Because I'm now dictating how I want to feel, but not only how I want to feel, how that feeling is going to translate to my next move. Right. So when I say I'm the director of my movie, that's what I mean. It's like. If I had a camera on me right now, what does it look like? If somebody's watching it, are they being inspired or are they feeling like, okay, well, this is, you know, this is a depressing movie and it's not, it's something I want to change the channel. Right. And I'm somebody that wants to be able to inspire people um, to live their best life and do that by controlling the next move and controlling their emotions. Yeah. What I really like about that is, and I think often people are like, well, I'm not just going to say positive things to myself all the time. That's not, that doesn't work for me. Now we could argue whether that's true or not. There's a lot of studies that say, look, you, you fake it till you make it. You literally, you rewire that, that brain, but I won't go there because I like the way you've left this open. You're saying I'm the director of my movie. Where am I at right now? 
you're not judging if it's sad or if it's angry or if it's ever, you're just saying, here's where I'm at today or in this present moment, not even today in this present moment, I can switch it. I have the power. I choose to direct my movie. However, that looks like, I love that because you're putting the power back to you. My question specifically is how often do you say that in a daily basis? Um, to be honest, I probably say it, uh, Maybe probably like once every three or four days, to be honest, once every three or four days Um, in between. I'm kind of in a flow state or try to stay in a flow state. So I'm either like reading a book or I'm cooking or I'm listening to music or I'm doing things that kind of just allow me to flow through life while I'm while I'm like focusing on the tasks I need to handle. But the moments I say it are the moments I start questioning myself. I start questioning what am I doing? Right. I have this theory on the law of attraction. Okay. Right. And and my theory is, you know, instead of just saying, you know, think positive thoughts and have positive experiences. Right. There's a reason why we think positive thoughts and still have negative experiences. Those negative experiences are the test that you need to prove to yourself you're worthy of the positive experience that you're thinking about. Right. So when you're trying to attract something positive or thinking positive thoughts, you have to anticipate the negative coming. And those negatives come through a myriad of different ways. Right. It could come through an experience. It could come through your own thoughts. But in those moments are the moments you have to conquer to get to the things you want in the law of attraction. So I just give myself a kickstart boost by saying I'm the director of my movie in the face of the challenges that I may face, you know, throughout the week. Yeah. And I think that it's an important point because often, look, you can't enjoy the the the, the light without going through the darkness. Right. Right. There is no there is no great without there being some bad. So we need both to experience that. And I love the way you said that. What's interesting to me, because I'm, I say mine, uh, there's one I'll, I'll give to everybody. It's called the perfect affirmation. Now, whether that's true or not, it's just whoever the author was coined it. It's I'm whole, perfect, strong, powerful, loving, harmonious, and happy. I don't know how many times a day I say that, but I'm going to guess it's in the nine to 10 range. That's my process, Right. That's something that I just, hey, JM, you're, I'm whole, perfect, uh, strong, powerful, loving, harmonious, and happy. And I'll say over and over and over when I get those self-doubt moments. But I like what you said is, hey, man, I find that flow state and I sit in it and I stay in that. And maybe an emotion goes through you, but that's not interrupting your flow state. Did I kind of pick that up correctly? Is that is that kind of your process? Okay. Absolutely, man. In, in that flow state, I'm not necessarily worried about anything. Right. I'm not I'm just kind of doing what I set out to do as far as the tasks that I put for myself. And now I'm in it. Right. And I'm thinking about those things as I'm cooking or as I'm listening to music or, you know, if I'm meditating, I'm thinking about those things. So I'm in this constant state of of knowing what I have to do until I reach a roadblock in that flow. Right. And then it's like it interrupts me. And now I'm I'm back in the state of like, OK, I'm questioning myself again. I'm being unsure of what I'm going to do. Remember, Jeremy, you are the director of your movie. I'm the director of my movie. So I actually may say it five or 10 times in those moments. Mm. But then once I snap back out of that and get back into that flow state, which I get into by doing various activities, then I'm back in that flow again. So anytime it's interrupted is when I say mine. I got you. So I, I have a saying no one has the power to make you feel a certain way. That's a philosophy. It's something I truly believe. Now, does that mean my wife 
brother, mom, think of the closest people. Do they know how to push my buttons? Yes. And this is my question to you is you believe in you have a choice. It's your you again are the director of that movie. When somebody comes at you, brother, those people that know how to push those buttons, how do you overcome those so you're not just reacting? Because, again, I have my process. I'm really curious if it's literally saying that statement or if you have something that puts you back into flow so that mom, dad, whoever it is that's that's pushing those buttons doesn't get to you. Right. I think that goes back to the self-awareness we talked about a little bit earlier and knowing those triggers. Right. Um I think with me personally, I know certain family members could put me in certain situations that I know will trigger certain emotions based on how I choose to engage. Mm. Right. It, it depends on how I choose to engage. So if I know I'm engaged a certain way. I'm also prepared to deal with the emotion that's going to come with that. Right. So I'm going to be honest, man, in those moments that do trigger me, that that do put me on a, you know, in this place of like, uh, unease for a lack of better words. Um, you know, I'm able to calm myself, myself down way faster than I used to, but I still give myself the grace to say, okay, you know, exactly what's about to happen as far as how mad you're going to get, but you're also not going to take it to a place that's going to damage your relationship. You're not going to take it to a place that's going to damage your own mental state and, and awareness. But, you know, there is a scratch that sometimes I have to itch to, to kind of just get my pen off in those moments that I know would actually do more good than harm for me to walk away knowing I, I spoke my mind I said my piece and I didn't swallow, you know, my, my whistle, so to speak. So, um, honestly, in those, in those moments of, of, of being triggered, I was still a director of my movie because I chose how to, how that scene went. Right. So that, so being a director of a movie doesn't always mean that, you you chose the the most harmonious route. You might have chose a turbulent route for the sake of getting through. But at the end of the day, as long as you're accountable for your actions, that's that's all you can ask for. Yeah, I love how much you you take full responsibility of of your actions. I love this. I am the director of my movie. I choose that that has come through so clearly, Jeremy. This is flying by. I can't believe how fast. I want to ask you, what didn't I know enough to ask you? Because I love this subject matter. I could give you my opinions all day long, but I want to know what I didn't know enough to ask you that you're like, Jam, we got to share this with the audience before we wrap up. I guess what I can what I can think about right now is if my route was easy to get to this point. And to be honest, um, it wasn't. I had to. I had to go through a to a really dark place um, to even have this type of realization, right? I remember being uh, at my father's funeral, and uh, I don't remember much because it was kind of like cutscenes. But I remember people I've never met coming up to me, sharing these experiences and and memories of my father that I'd never had or knew about. And, you know, they experienced my father in the light of, you know, as a friend or whoever they were to him. And I never knew that person. Right. It caused me to go into this dark place because, A, I started questioning who I was. B, I started questioning if I really knew my father. And then, you know, C, I started questioning what are people saying about me? 
so I had to go into this this shell um, where I'm questioning anything and everything, religion, family, friends, likes, wants, needs. And when I boiled down to it's all on me to make whatever I want happen, that was the moment I started to live my life. So I did not live my life until my father passed away. And that was the moment of clarity for me. And that was my biggest hero. That was my biggest uh, inspiration. And he continues to be in spirit. So that's the essence of who Jeremy Clark is. And that's what allows Jeremy Clark to assist other people in gaining clarity and direction. Because I can understand that dark space. I can understand the place of uncertainty. And I can understand wanting something so bad and not necessarily knowing what that something is. Chasing something in the dark and bringing it to light is part of my life's mission. It's powerful, man. I mean, look, nobody is going to come save you. That's a fact for everybody on planet Earth. No one is going to come save you. Not your mom, not your dad, not your your spouse. You get to choose to do that. And I do an exercise called victim versus victor. And what you just described, brother, is you being a victor and choosing that every single time. You can be a victim every time. You could. Absolutely. That's not a position we want to be in. You're a victor. Brother, if people wanted to find your book, they want to reach out to you online, where's the best place to to reach you? So, yes, you can find my book. It's on Amazon under Did You Know You Are The Shit. Um, If you want to reach out to me, you can reach out to me through email. Go to my website, jclarkspeaks.com. you can reach out to my Instagram or, you know, Twitter. I'm on YouTube as well. LinkedIn. Um, yeah. Any of those channels you can reach me at, send me a personal message and we can talk. I hope somebody does. I hope a bunch of people do because I love what you're doing. I love how simple you made this. I'll tell you my, the affirmations that I've created for my kids and myself, it's not as simple. And I'm not saying that in a, in a bad, I'm saying that in a very profound way. I am the director of my movie. Boom. That's so solid, brother. And thank you for coming on and sharing, man. It's amazing. Thanks for having me, JM. It was a pleasure. And, um, you know, I love what you're doing. I appreciate it. You guys, go (laughs) check out his book. I think it's a fun title, if nothing else. I'm a huge fan of positive affirmations. But this man literally says, I choose. I get to choose my route every single moment. I get to own that. No one has the power over me. I get to own that. Who doesn't want to be that victor? Go check him out. Go go chat with Jeremy. Go to his website. Go pick up the book. Remember to share this with everyone you know because everyone wants to know how to master their emotions. They just may not have the tools. Make sure and share this with someone you love. Until next time, remember your mindset matters. I appreciate y'all. Thank you so much for listening. If this content is delivering value to you, please make sure to subscribe, rate, and review us. That helps us build this community, and that is what we are all about. Building this community as big as we can, helping as many people as we can, and deliver as much value as possible. Be sure to head over to letsgowinpodcast.com for information on my coaching courses, and make sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn at Let's Go Win 365. Let's go win and transcend in life. This is the Let's Go Win Podcast with your host, J.M. Ryerson.